One of my favorite business books I've read in the last six or seven years is this book by Perry Marshall called 80-20 Sales and Marketing. And I've heard of the 80-20 rule for a long time. I think this book put it in a sales and marketing context that I hadn't heard before and made it just really applicable. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take great notes on it when I read it, but I do remember a few key pieces of it. And um, this weekend, our kids have been away at uh, grandparent's house. So for some reason, when that happens, I go into ultra creativity, visionary mode. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. So as we've been getting Christmas presents ready and all that stuff this weekend, I've been toggling back and forth between business thinking of 2020 and um, and this book came up today as I was um, thinking back to a conversation I had earlier this year about a company that structured similarly to us. And they were t- uh, the lady we were talking to said that they get 60% of their revenue from their second product. They sell a higher end coaching product type of thing for between five and $10,000, but they make the majority of their revenue, I think over 60% from a 30 to $40,000 product. We don't have anything in that range currently. We were dabbling around experimenting with that some, but we don't offer anything currently for that. Anyhow, this book, 8020 Sales and Marketing, tells a story that illustrates this point uh, and it uses the Chicago Bears as an example. And uh, these numbers I'm going to share aren't exactly right, but you'll get the gist. This says something like the average ticket to a Chicago Bears game is 80 bucks. And there are, say, 80,000 seats in the stadium or 70,000 seats, however many seats are there. And that equals, you know, a couple million dollars, a couple hundred million dollars a year. Um, but that's the gate average ticket gate revenue is double that. And if you start doing the 80-20 of the attendees, let's say, let's just use even numbers. Let's say there's 100,000 seats in the stadium. You know, 98,000 pay the average rate. The other 2,000 make up for the other, the double their revenue. So let's use even math and say 100,000 people times 100 bucks a ticket. That's $10 million. But they don't make $10 million of gate revenue. They make $25 million of gate revenue. So where does the other $15 million come from? It comes from uh, the 20%. It comes from those other 98,000 people, or in this case, 20,000 people pay double the average. They pay $200 on average. But then if you cut down those 20,000 people to the 20% of those, what you, what you wind up with is the skyboxes the box seats that line the, the 50 yard line and 40 yard line and 30 yard line, they produce more per ticket than groups of 10,000 do for general admission. They'll produce by themselves five to $10 million a year for 10 box seats. So what's interesting is if you go and apply this to, let's say our business, I was just putting together some basic math on it to use some round numbers. Say last month we had 400 people book a call to talk with us about our coaching program and let's use round numbers and say 40 people actually bought the program. So 10% total of people that booked a call. So that would equal somewhere, what did I say? 40. And let's say just to use round numbers, the average value of a customer is $10,000. That'd be 400 grand. We would have made uh, this month from 400 coaching calls. But if you put it into a little tool that Perry included with the book, uh, I think if you go 8020curve.com, I think it's the tool address. It's a little confusing, but there's a how-to section. If you parse through, you can figure it out. It basically tells you, all right, you had 400 people you talked to and you closed 10% of those in a $10,000 program. How many people would have paid much more than that? How many people would have paid double that? How many of those people would have paid double that number? How many of those people would have paid double that number? Because there is a number. So I was running the math, just playing with a few different scenarios. According to this calculator, you know, and this is an estimation based on 
you know, the 80 20 rule. If we had uh, 40 people out of 400 pay us $10,000, we had eight people that would have paid us $18,500. We had three people that would have paid us $43,500. And we had one person that would have paid us $105,000. Not for the same product, just charged differently, but for you know higher levels of touch, higher levels of interaction, whatever. There has to be an attractive offer there. But the people were willing to pay the money if the offer presented itself. What's so fascinating about this is, if you run the numbers all the way out, basically with one product at that five dollars to $10,000 price range, with a 440 to, you know, seven to 10% closing rate, you have a business that's basically between two and two and a half million dollars a year in annualized revenue. If you were to add the other three tiers of products in the $18,500 product, the $43,500 product and the $105,000 product, you come up with a $6 million business, no new leads, no new calls, no better closing rate, nothing of the main metrics we would track in our business would change. You would just take it from a $2.5 million company to a $6.5 million company just by giving our best 14 customers a way to pay more money. (laughs) That's crazy. So TLDR, instead of trying to get more call bookings, instead of trying to hire more salespeople, instead of trying to get our close rate up, instead of trying to get our qualified lead number up, what if for 2020 we focused on giving our best 14 people an offer that solved the problem in a more in-depth, more valuable way than our current baseline offering does. If so, we potentially could triple revenue with no new people, no new staffing, no new sales, no new marketing, no new Facebook ads, <clears throat> just a couple products that were more expensive. <laughs> so anyway, random plug for the book, 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. Go check out the 8020curve.com calculator. That's what I'm thinking about on Sunday afternoon. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas. I don't know if we'll do another podcast between now and then, but if I have more ideas while the kids are out, we'll record a few.